Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Funnelocity, the B2B podcast that brings you real talk around different strategies that can help you build a high-performance sales and marketing funnel. I'm Enrico Brosio, president of Market One, and your host. Today's episode centers on the age-old B2B favorite, sales and marketing alignment. But this time, we're looking at it from a technology perspective and reflecting on how tools can potentially support that alignment. To help me dig into what I think you'll agree is a meaty topic, I'm delighted to, to welcome Simon Daniels. Simon is a widely experienced B2B marketing operations specialist with extensive track record advising marketing leaders on challenges with data, process, and technology. Just some projects Simon has worked on include marketing automation implementations, campaign and lead process improvements, and data analytics delivery, together with team formation and leadership. Alongside his day job, Simon is also a regular contributor to our friends at B2B Marketing, Customer Insight Leader, and other blogs and events. Simon, welcome to Funnelocity. Thank you, Enrico. Great to be here. Thanks for uh, having the opportunity to, uh, to speak to you. Well, great. So let's uh, just to kick things off, uh, I'd love to hear a bit more about your own B2B journey uh, and how you've ended up focusing on marketing operations. Absolutely. Well, I like to say that I've been doing marketing operations since before it was invented and uh, certainly before uh, the, the, the term was um, coined. Um, I started off agency side and um, pretty quickly um, moved into B2B uh, specifically. Um, back then it was called database marketing. Um, it's sometimes still referred to that, but um, I moved through uh, a number of, um, of, of data-driven marketing roles, uh, CRM program management, and then eventually um, into what was called marketing operations, um, all, all the while focusing on data process and technology. Um, that's been predominantly in the tech and telecom sectors um, and um, usually on the kind of more enterprise end of the, of the scale, if you like. And that really appeals to me from a perspective of um, longer lead cycles, more complex sales, um, where I think um, the, the, the disciplines of, of data and, and process and technology really come together um, to, uh, to, to drive those activities. Um, I spent a number of years uh, working independently um, and um, that was focused around many, uh, in, in many instances, helping businesses to choose marketing technology. Um, one of the biggest projects I did there was to um, help select uh, a solution provider for a single customer view, um, which the, these days um, seems a little old fashioned almost um, with uh, the introductions of uh, things like CDPs um, and, and other technologies that um, if I was doing that project again, it would be completely different. Right. Um, and then um, I went back into another couple of uh, roles um, before again moving back to uh, to consulting um, in a what I'm calling a, a fractional marketing operations leadership um, role, helping often scale up businesses um, with with those challenges that they're facing. Um, again, very much uh, focused on on B two B. That's interesting. So you, you do mention some some new tools like like CDP uh, that are taking a lot of traction. Uh, you know, perhaps another one that we're seeing is is on this on the sales side. I think is more around sales engagement. Uh, and in fact, you know, we've recently we've run a uh, 
a survey in partnership with TechTarget uh, in looking at how sales and marketing leaders are adapting during this pandemic. Uh, and one of the learnings was, you know, that the absence of this face-to-face -face -face meetings and events, sales are relying more and more for lead generation uh, and support from, from marketing. Uh, but perhaps, you know, I'm thinking they can probably make more better use of automation to support their sales efforts. Uh, but, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the projects that I've uh, undertaken most recently for a technology vendor is uh, deploying a, a sales engagement platform. Um, and the, the reason for that project coming about was, was very much um, sales recognizing um, their need to be more efficient um, and structured um, and, and have greater rigor around the, uh, the, the prospecting and, uh, and, and kind of reach out that, that they were doing. Um, and so, um, as, as part of a, a wider package of work that I was doing, um, I, I took point on uh, deploying a solution um, exactly in that space. And can I ask which, because uh, there's, there's a couple leaders, I'm curious, probably one of those two, but which one did, right. you, did you help deploy? Yeah, so that was SalesLoft, uh, which um, I think certainly um, seems to be among the, the kind of market leaders in, in that space. Um, there's obviously also outreach um, and uh, a number of other solutions. Um, so that that was the one that was that was selected and that uh, that, that we ran within that. Uh, Interesting. In that and and any kind of what, what were your experience or lessons learned in in, in bringing this this type this, well this new type of tech into into your client? Well, it's very much a game of two halves. I mean, clearly the, there's a, a, a tech aspect to it. Um, the, there's all the usual um, considerations of, of integration and, and setup and so on. And particularly where it's involving email, um, you, you do start getting into some fairly arcane technicalities to, to do that. And um, in, in any organization, some of those things can be challenging. So um, certainly for anybody considering a, a deployment, make sure that you've got all those resources lined up and, you know, IT and so on are, already and, uh, and and understand what uh, what what's being done there um, but the other side and and you know far and away uh, from a business perspective the more crucial side is clearly how, how sales will be working with the platform and the sales and marketing alignment um, aspects of that um, what what starts to become clear is that um, thought needs to go into the, the content and the messaging and uh, the sequences or cadences as, um, as, as Salesloft calls it um, and what that should look like and, and how sales are going to be using this this new tool. So that's then that's really interesting I, and I definitely uh, I can see how this 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 new tech actually brings or can bring sales together with marketing in a really right. collaborative way and you mentioned about you know the sequences and and emails um, and how do you see kind of the ownership around let's talk about mm. the content generation because obviously an email right. even if it's one to one there's an aspect of needing to under, you know, create the messaging and uh, and we are talking about platforms that are you know that provide some level of scale and scalability so how do you how do you balance uh, kind of automation and, and scale through a sales engagement platform with the kind of one-to-one you know, kind of strength that, that I think the sales teams would say they have when they're engaging uh, with their prospects, with their customers. 
Absolutely. As I say, the, these tools surface um, the, the activities that sales are, are undertaking and, and the, the kind of the dirty secret that I can reveal on, on the Funnelocity podcast right now is that, you know, sales have been engaging with prospects and sending out emails and having conversations uh, all along, uh, unbeknownst to marketing. Um, and suddenly, you know, what, uh, what's to, what tools that sales loft do is, is to um, put that almost into a, a, a kind of a framework that marketing understand better uh, in terms of a platform and uh, email templates and sequences of activity, you know, just like marketing automation that, that you know, marketing have been doing for, for many years. Um, and there's a slight almost discomfort from marketing's point of view. Um, because there's there's a, a natural and, and, and very understandable tendency to start thinking, oh, well, we should be um, looking at the, the messaging here and the, the branding uh, and the creative and so on. Um, and I think um, there's definitely a role for marketing um, in that sense, because um, part of the point of these tools is, is to create consistency and high quality uh, and marketing can feed into that. Um, but at the same time, um, sales clearly need to be um, able to do what they do um, in, in terms of building the relationships and bringing, you know, individuals um, voices to the, to the communications that are taking place. And, and the platforms are very good at that. I mean, they're, they're built literally to, to do that, to be able to take a template and, uh, and customize it on the fly um, in a one-to-one or, or possibly, you know, one-to-many relationship. Um, in, in the particular project I was working on, um, marketing took a, a very much a, a kind of a step back and said, it's a sales tool uh, over to you sales. Partly that was resource. And, and of course, you know, marketing aren't just sitting around waiting uh, for things to, to do or uh, for, to, for to be asked to generate more content. Um, but I, I think, you know, there's, there's certainly a, a balance to, uh, to be struck. Um, and uh, that, yeah, that's, so that's, that's interesting important. that you're saying that, that that marketing is giving perhaps a bit more um, autonomy on the to, to sales. But I guess one question I have is around the sequences themselves and what your experience has been building out those sequences. Because mm. and and just so people understand what we're talking about, a sequence could be, for instance, um, a series of a, a, a SDR would might make uh, or sales rep might make to a prospect that is, let's say, a phone call, then an email, then an in-mail through LinkedIn, perhaps, right. then, then another yeah. phone call, right? Yeah. So when you're, when you're cycling through that three or four times, uh, you might only make two or three calls, maybe send only one or two emails uh, and, or, and or in-mails, but collectively, you're kind of, you're, you're, you're getting good coverage, right, to the, right. Uh, to the prospect. So in those sequences, when you're actually crafting that let's say, whether it's the, because e really what we're talking about is the email and in-mail. That's where perhaps marketing could have a, a say, if you will. Yeah, yeah. So to what perspective or would you advise your clients to get prescriptive around that versus leaving it relatively open, providing templates, and it really is up to the SDR to figure it out? Mm. I mean, my advice would, would be to, to try and map out some of those set piece um, components of of the sequence um, as much as anything else um, what you really don't want is is individuals all whirring away creating their own emails and uh, and wording and so on it's just it's just a bit of a waste of time and like I say it's not that that hasn't um, always been the case um, and there's a sudden realization um, that 
or all our SDRs or our um, you know account execs um, are all spending time um, just kind of hammering away on their keyboards when we could just do this once, um, do it really well, um, and then it, it, it's it's just left to individuals to top and tail with the individual you know personalization that, that really drives the interaction. Um, but the key points um, and, and the content and so on can come from a, a standard place. So um, that that would be the, the recommendation that I would make, um, accepting completely that um, that's easier said than done. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But, um, that that certainly you know makes makes a lot of sense. And you know, Salesloft um, in particular, um, just because that's who I've been working with most recently. You know, to their credit, have very good resources and guidance themselves um, around. Uh, cadence best practice and um, you know messaging content and, and these kinds of things so um, it, I think it's it's uh, important to, to to be looking at that and um, and, and getting the, the, the best out of that um, that experience as well well it wouldn't be um, I guess we wouldn't be doing justice to this topic if we didn't start talking about the more I guess God I hate to use the term legacy platforms for marketing and sales mm -hmm. Uh, but what we're talking with sales, sales engagement uh, platform is really a tool that sits in between the two. Uh, but when I think of kind of the traditional or more legacy infrastructure on the marketing side, we obviously have marketing automation platforms. On the CRM side, you've got CRM. On the sales side, you've got CRM. Uh, how do we? How, or how do you start thinking uh, or working with your clients? Uh, you know, those those legacy platforms. How do they coexist or not? Mm. with yeah. sales engagement well i think uh one important point to make um at a, at a sort of non-technical level if you like is again th this this notion of um sales and marketing alignment and and in in particular the the integration of of sales and marketing messaging and, in, and engagement um has has always been there and always been a, a problem or a challenge um and hasn't necessarily been solved. So in particular, it's very easy to, to, to conceptualize marketing, uh, do outreach and, and you know, demand gen, generate leads. Those are uh, a center sales who then pick up and run with them. But I've always felt that there's an overlap where it's completely legit, legitimate for marketing and sales to be engaged with the prospect simultaneously. Um, it has to be done carefully. Clearly marketing need to be mindful and, and, and recognize that sales are engaged with the prospect. But um, there's no reason that the latest content or um, you know, a forthcoming webinar or something can't be promoted to a prospect who's also speaking to a rep and then the rep can refer back to that communication. So I think what these new tools do again is, is just um, almost systematize that engagement um, and in a sense make it easier um, but um, equally create um, new uh, pressures to make sure that's really being done uh, rigorously because in a sense what what the sales engagement tools do is, is to create a as you kind of allude to a, a mini marketing or sales automation um, potentially running alongside existing marketing automation programs and, and sequences so it's critical to make sure that they are aligned um, but like I say that that's not really new um, and the technology gives us a, a, a better opportunity um, to, uh, to, to do that or better capability. Right. 
Um, well, certainly what we're seeing from our side is that sales, sales engagement platforms tend to be almost, if, you, if I can use this analogy, an overlay to marketing automation, to CRM. Right. And it, for that critical juncture between sales and marketing, right, it's that overlap. It's basically the Venn diagram. It's the Absolutely. two circles coming together, and it's that platform for that where those two circles overlap. And, uh, and it's been missing, right? Because it's, it's traditionally sales has either been, well, traditionally sales has been in CRM and you make features available to them through CRM from marketing automation. And, and of course, marketing would be in, in their marketing automation platform. And, and so what we're, what we're now seeing with sales engagement platforms that you're seeing, it is that overlay. Um, and then there's a handoff obviously to CRM eventually, everything posts to both all systems. But then as the opportunity develops and matures, that goes in and opportunity management becomes very much a feature of CRM. Um, but it's, it's an interesting, you know, we're, from our market one perspective, we've been, you know, we're looking at this not just uh, from the perspective of our own demand generation uh, efforts, but a lot of our clients are making investments you know, to, to the, into these technologies as we discuss, whether it's Salesloft uh, or Outreach and others. And so more and more, uh, we're actually being asked, uh, you know, when we're working with clients as an outsourced SDR team, uh, instead of necessarily, I mean, previously we were maybe logging into those CRM systems. Now we're starting to log into the sales engagement platforms. Right. Uh, and we're seeing huge lifts uh, and it's much better data we're, we're working with. You know, that's, it's better plugged in with, with, um, with the website, with, you know, Drift. And what's going on there, leading people, leading contacts and prospects into the, into the queues, into the sequences. Um, so it's a really, uh, it's a really impressive piece of technology that's really coming uh, into its own right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, I, you're exactly right about that Venn diagram uh, concept. That, that's, that's exactly what it is. And, and that overlap is, is where uh, sales engagement sits to a certain extent um, and, and where there's, growing focus on what that overlap means and, and how sales and marketing are, are coordinating. But from a tool perspective, um, ab absolutely, uh, I'm, I'm seeing that as well, where um, out, outsourced resources um, uh, are utilizing a, a sales engagement platform that perhaps is connected to a salesforce.com, um, but that's the primary platform. And um, in, in some respects, um, you could easily imagine Certainly at that um, early pipeline stage or, or sort of late lead stage, um, sales, um, sales reps, you know, be it SDRs or, or accounts execs, um, living very much in, in those tools and, and almost not touching Salesforce um, because everything is there. The, the, the contact information, um, clearly the, the, the execution of, of, of outbound messaging um, you can update tasks and activities and statuses and all these kinds of things. Um, so there's, there's almost no need to, to go back into, uh, in, into the CRM. And, and that obviously does throw up interesting questions about how, how this is going to shake out um, and, and what the kind of vendor landscape is, is going to look like um, and, and how... The, well, let's, let, let's go there. Tools. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to cut you. Let's, let's, let's go there because I feel like that's... It begs the question now. Obviously, we've we've got the big cloud players on the marketing side, you know, Oracle Aliqua. You've got Adobe Marketo. Salesforce has its marketing cloud, uh, and then of course you've got CRM vendors, Salesforce and 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 Microsoft and whatnot. 
when you think of these big cloud enterprise players, uh, yeah. and now all of a sudden this the Venn diagram with this overlap, what are your thoughts? Is there going to be a shakeout, or is it just an evolution, perhaps, of these you know these established cloud players? Um, I, th I think it, it is evolution in, in many respects. Um, that said, um, th there's always been a kind of an overlap. Um, look, look at marketing automation. Um, you know, Marketo and, and Eloqua and others have, have long had tools that sales can use uh, either for outreach um, or for visibility over, over marketing activity. But um, they, they've certainly not gone anything like as far as, as a sales engagement uh, platform that, that we're now looking at. Um, and so it, it is interesting to see those specialisms coming into play. Um, I've never been a huge fan of, of the, the kind of gigantic suite type approach. Um, you know, I'm, I'm fond of um, picking the, exactly the right solutions um, and having um, tools and, and platforms that are built for purpose because you know typically they just do that much better a job you know back in the day i was always more of a hi-fi separates kind of a guy than a than an all-in-one midi system um uh, only probably half of the people listening to this will know what i'm talking about but uh love anyway. the analogy <laughs> i'm with you i'm with you <laughs> very good um, so yeah, I think um, it, it's really interesting to see, as I say, is that you know the, the sales engagement platforms coming coming into that. Um, and yeah, I mean it, it's tough to see that you know Salesforce in particular, who are you know pretty famously um, highly acquisitive, not not um, picking up um, a, a platform because, like I say, there's a bit of a threat. Um, you know, people could start stepping out of Salesforce.com. Um, to, to use these tools almost exclusively, um, so certainly uh, as, as you say, up to the, the, the kind of late pipeline stage. Um, and, and that's not something that they're going to want to just, just to see happening. Um, on the marketing automation side, um, it, it's, it, it's tougher to see that, um, you know, a, a Marketo, for instance, is going to build this functionality into the platform um, because, like I say, it's it's while while there are similarities in terms of sequences and, and so on, um, I would see it as being a, a fairly big step away. But um, equally, you know, maybe there's a, a module or uh, some kind of overlay um, that 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 would work in 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 that way to to make it possible for sales to be effectively using Marketo, uh, but in a much more limited capacity. One, one thing we haven't really talked about, and perhaps it's, not, it's the focus for a, a, different, uh, a different podcast, is uh, a tech piece of tech that you mentioned at the very beginning, you know, the, the CDP, right, the customer data platform, right. uh, which uh, can, can be that central repository, if you will, of that single view of customer. Uh, it could potentially be used as, you know, from a, to provide some segmentation. I mean, if I think of the evolution of where where the master data set used to rely, you know, in many right. ways, it used to be CRM, then marketing automation came and they kind of owned the marketing profile. Uh, you know, segmenting can happen in CRM, of course, segmenting can happen in marketing automation. Um, now you've got sales engagement platforms. Uh, you know, how do you think of single view in this case and ensure that the two circles, if I can go back to that one, mm. are, are actually, you know, working on the same, uh, you know, have the working on the same 
data set and, and insights, if you will? Um, yeah, I think you can you can stretch CRM and, and map and, and sales engagement quite a long way. Um, the sales engagement platform does very much sit on, on top of um, the, the CRM typically and, and certainly um, you know, the, in, in the project that I did uh, most recently, um, we, we had it quite locked down. You, you could only get data into the sales engagement platform from salesforce.com um, and, and it, was, it was fully synced. I mean, you, you could do it differently, but I, I really wouldn't recommend that because you, you risk creating a, yet another data repository um, and, and one that you could easily lose, lose control of. Um, but like I say, with a CRM and a, and a marketing automation platform, um, you, you can go a long way from a, a, a data management and kind of single customer view perspective. Um, it's when you start bringing in other um, data sources and, uh, and, 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 and you know, a bigger picture. So particularly if you want to start bringing in things like uh, product uh, consumption uh, and, and usage, uh, depending on the nature of the business, um, or, um, you know, if there's an e-commerce component or, um, purchase and, and this kind of thing that that's when the, those, those core platforms start to struggle because they're just not the best place to be holding that information. They're certainly not likely to be, um, the, the master repository. Um, and, and you end up risking arcane integrations and, and, data replication and so on. And, and then that's when a CDP really comes into its own uh, for being able to sit across the top of all those systems, drawing the data into a central place um, and then making it visible and accessible uh, for, you know, for all of sales and marketing as well as analytics and, uh, and so on. Well, there's certainly a lot happening in this field right now. And uh, are you excited about what the, uh, these sales engagement platforms have to offer? Yeah, very much. I mean, I, th I think I think it, it is it is great um, that, that these platforms are, are coming to the to the fore um, because it, it, it creates um, the, the structure and, and framework in, in, a, in a, an area where it was previously lacking. Um, and, and not to say that you know, sales haven't been doing um, a, a great job of managing that. But um, in, in the same way that to a certain extent, uh, marketing um, has, has always um, struggled in in some respects to, uh, to to have good good structure. You know, before marketing automation came along, um, I, th I think it's an area where sales can benefit um, by by having those tools available. Um, I mean, speaking almost from a personal uh, perspective, as a as a you know independent consultant, I obviously do my own outreach and uh, and and uh, sales engagement to a certain extent and. Keep keeping track of who you've spoken to and what you've sent and, uh, and this kind of thing can be pretty difficult, even on a very small scale. Um, so I think um, the availability of these tools for, uh, for, for sales professionals um, can only be a, a good thing. 100% agree. And it's, you know, from our perspective, it's, it's definitely the, the technology that we feel has been missing to finally address this, this age-old problem of sales and marketing alignment. Right. Uh, and, it, you know, and it's clear that this is an area that's going to keep evolving. And it's certainly an area that, that I personally and Market One will continue to follow with great interest. So, hey, Simon, thank you so much for this fascinating discussion. Not at all. Thanks for having me. And to our listeners, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please click the like button on your podcast platform.
Your support's hugely appreciated. You can find more episodes and learn how to subscribe to future updates at marketone.com forward slash funnelocity. Thank you.